Hello and welcome to the Embrace Your Destiny podcast. My name is Sandra Dawes and I'm your host. And if you're new to the podcast, the Embrace Your Destiny podcast is all about sharing the experiences of women who have been through a challenging time in their life, but they also have come through on the other side of that and they're here to share their stories with the hopes of inspiring others and letting them know that there is hope and there is a way to get through to that other side of the tunnel. And today my guest is Daria Zwanger and she's a mindset expert and host and creator of the of a self-discovery program, The Dream Spirit. The Dream Sprint, my goodness, my apologies. Her work has helped hundreds of people tap into the power of their of the brain to gain clarity and turn their dreams into reality. Daria shared her expertise on TV shows such as Good Morning La La Land, Simulation, and the major publication and major publications like Thrive Global, Voyage LA, and more than 30,000 passionate dreamers are following Daria's work. And um, when you come back to the show notes, you can find more, learn more about Daria and where to find and connect with her on social media as well. So welcome, Daria. Hi, Sandra. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Thanks for being here. So why don't we just jump right in and get started with you sharing the piece of your journey that you'd like to share with us today? Yes, uh, my pleasure. And I deeply resonate with the topic of this podcast because, you know, all of us humans, we are going through challenging times in life, but sometimes it's really hard to open up, to be vulnerable and to talk openly about that. Um, when I was going through my challenges, I didn't want to talk about that because I was so vulnerable, so afraid. But now finally, when this chapter is closed and when I, you know, got myself out of this, um, I'm able to share this openly and vulnerably in hopes that somebody would, who, who goes through the same thing will benefit from it. Um, so my story goes this way. I was born and raised in Siberia, in Russia. It's like this furthest, the coldest part that everybody jokes about. <laughs> um, and uh, I was, you know, pretty, pretty normal girl. Um, all was normal. I was, you know, going to school. Then I went for studies um, to Moscow, won scholarship. And all of this were lining up just fine. But then... At some point, my life turned out this way that for um, family reasons, I was kind of like not forced, but kind of like obliged to move to another country. And I thought that moving to another country, and I'm talking about the United States, it's it's really easy. It's an easy piece of cake because I used to live abroad before, like in Asia and uh, Europe. So I thought this would be like really easy. So I went to United States with um, my husband and he, he was building his tech company at that time. And I came, I thought that everything would be just perfect because, you know, I'm married, everything's fine. My husband has a really good job and all these things. And I could have just done nothing and still be fine. And I thought that I would be fine. But when I moved, I started to experience this severe um existential crisis because I had nobody to talk to. I had um, no family or friends whatsoever. And I was basically locked um, in, in the country for quite an extensive period of time because of all this documents processing stuff. So I couldn't go anywhere. And I was literally like sitting at my apartment all alone um, every single day without any understanding how I can contribute in this totally new 
for me environment. And everything that I've done prior to that point of my life was seemed for me really non-meaningful because everything that I've done in Russia was, um, I was using the language a lot of my work because I used to be a TV host. I used to do all these public things. But when I moved to the United States, I, you know, my English was not so good. And I felt really, really um, unconfident to pursue anything. So I was like ready to settle for like volunteering jobs and like internships, although I was already an established professional. Um, and this really affected my personality because I started to I started on this negative cycle, and basically I got myself um, into depression where I was waking up every single day with, with no energy, with no desire to do whatsoever. I was crying in the middle of the day for no reason. I could, you know, burst into tears in the middle of a dinner in the evening, like in front of everybody, all my husband's friends, because I was feeling so bad inside and um at some point i i was really shocked with what was happening to me and i realized that this is not normal and i started this journey of uncovering and discovering what's going on with me and uh, i went a little bit of an, on the medical route and they told me that i'm depressed and that i should probably just take pills and everything will be fine but I knew that this is not even an option because from the background where I'm coming um, my mother is functional medicine doctor back in Russia so I didn't even have this option in my mind to take pills for for anything basically because I understood that it, it would really it would do it would really damage uh, damage my system this foreign chemicals so I decided to go a different route and to learn how my brain works and why do I feel what I feel and why do I do what I do. And on this journey, I started to discover that our brain is basically a very ancient machine that it's really like thousands, thousands of years old. And our brain really thrives on misery. So our brain loves to find what's going on wrong and what can possibly go wrong. And it's, it takes an effort to, to, to put yourself together. And because I had circumstances that negatively affected my, um, my, my sense of identity, my self-identification, and I didn't have any tools to cope with that, I got myself into this very, very dark place. Um, so on this journey, I started to use tools that helped me to uh, understand what, what, like how, how my emotions are produced. Why do I feel the way I feel? And um, all in all, I met people who were in the same exact position. Basically, when we as humans, we are going through different life transitions. And for some people, it's moving, moving countries. For some people, it's changing relationships. For some people, it's changing jobs. And all sudden changes that happen to us and not the changes that we decide to imply on ourselves, they our brain is not really designed to cope with that. Uh, but we can train ourselves to cope with that if we realize how the brain works and that how to train it to basically find advantage in any the most devastating circumstances that happen in life.
Absolutely. I feel like when you um, develop a gratitude practice, right, when you can train your brain to shift perspective, like when you're not feeling good about something or you're not um, in a positive headspace that you do have a choice and you can always look for, as Esther Hicks says, a better feeling thought, right? That there's always that opportunity. But like you say, when you're going through something challenging, like for me, it was the loss of my father that shifted everything for me and left me in that headspace of feeling very depressed and not wanting to do anything and wondering what the purpose of life was anymore. And, um, and same thing, you know, getting told, you know, suggested that I should try antidepressants and that sort of thing. But knowing that for me, I just knew that it wasn't that I had, I was suffering from a chemical imbalance, much like you, I just didn't have the tools to cope with what I was going through at that time. And so I think that it is so important to, um, have access to those tools and know that they're there when you are going through those, those challenging times for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And there, I, I, I also learned that there are a lot of confusion around like the, the tools that we, that we can do internally, that we can use internally and the external factor, because basically the major tool that we have in our arsenal is the action. So whatever brings us to inspired action, this is where the life is. Because when we feel depressed, when we feel bored, we basically don't have any energy to act. So I, I, I found this indicator, like kind of like using the action as the indicator, pretty powerful. So if I use some internal tool and I felt that I want to do more externally, I have the energy to act. This is how I understood that I was on the right path. Was it the same for you, Sandra? Yes, absolutely. And I think that that's... Um... That's one of the big lessons that I've learned for sure. Daria, what would you say is one of the biggest lessons that you've learned throughout this this journey so far? Um, you're asking what was the biggest lesson that I've learned? Yes. Yeah, so the biggest lesson is that our brain doesn't want us to be happy. And it finds all the reasons for us to feel really bad the majority of the time. And it's because of the ancient survival mechanisms that are ingrained in our brain. Because our ancestors, they were literally like surviving every single day. And physical survival was at the, at the forefront of our body and brain. This is like the purpose of life, to survive. But nowadays, we have less physical threats. We live in, in relatively safe world where we are not worried about if we are going to be killed like today or tomorrow um, and the new set of challenges they come up for example like challenging relationships at work or bad emails that come in or like bad news that come in so all our threats right now are mostly psychological threats but our brain perceives them as physical threats so it literally that's why when we feel agitated when we feel depressed we can feel like we can feel it in our bodies because our bodies react as they were as they are ready to fight so this was my biggest um kind of like oh that oh my God, the happiness is not, is, is not the thing. This is my job. Right. Yeah. And that, um, it's amazing how the mind can build up things to be so 
so threatening, so devastating when, and then to realize that it really is just all an illusion, something that has been created in the mind and it really doesn't have the power that we give it is, it's a great place to get to, to get to that realization. Yes. Daria, what are some of the most helpful tools that you've used to, to get you through this journey, to get you out of that depression that you are feeling? Yes, great question. Uh, the first question that I started to ask myself, and I found really hard to answer this question is, Daria, what do you really want? Like everything aside, what do you really want? And I was talking to myself like I was like I would talk to a little girl, and I saw this this child within me, which you know had the dreams and aspirations. And at some point in life, I just adult life came, and I I basically gave up on these things. And this question literally it brought me alive, but I couldn't find the answer right from the beginning. That's why. Um, I, you know, I went deeper and in order to see, kind of like imagine that your truth is kind of like the diamond within the rock. So in order to find this diamond and to see this, you should peel these layers of rock in order to understand that it's there and to see what form is it, what color is it, and all of these features. So I was cutting these layers of uh, stones that I don't need that were on top of me and I was doing this by figuring out what I was most most afraid of figuring out what, what do I believe in and why should I believe it and is this a beneficial for me to believe this thing so basically I used the um, cognitive behavioral therapy technique of um, questioning every single thought that I had, literally writing it down and questioning it like, like I would question somebody else who were foreign to me. And it took time, but it helped me a lot, first of all, to de-associate myself from the thoughts that I had and relate to them not as I would relate to myself, but as I would relate to something else outside myself. Right. And I feel like you're, um, you're reminding me a lot of A Course in Miracles. I'm not sure if you're familiar with A Course in Miracles, but I feel like the 365 lessons that are part of the book are really all about helping you to rewire your mind and realize that you are not your thoughts and that they're yeah, that there is that separation and um, what that can mean for your life when you choose to to take that step back and not feel that association to your thoughts and the things that you're seeing and experiencing. Yeah, um, I, I haven't read The Course in, in Miracles. I definitely heard about this book. And what I essentially find, like, the more I... Uh, go you know because i love i love kind of like rich spiritual world and science world because science is now at the place where it can explain a lot of things and because i have really developed logical part of my brain i need the proof in order to resonate with concepts so i think the the formula for for a happy life it's 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 one it's the same you know kind of like the god the universe it's one but just the form that it takes it's different and different form resonates with 
with different people, but we all basically meet each other at one place. Yes, absolutely. Dario, what advice would you give to somebody who is going through something similar in their own life, whether that whether it's that they did just move to a new country or they're going through some, something else that has left them wondering what their real purpose is and where they go from here? Yeah. My first advice is do not worry about what your purpose is. I find this really confusing to see all these messages, find your passion, follow your passion, do what you love. But sometimes we really have to do boring things and we really have to do what we have to do. It's not just, you know, unicorns and roses in life. And and, and it's fine. Like if something right. is boring and not interesting and not inspiring, but you still have to do this, let's flip the table and actually not doing what you love but love what you do flip the model and if you have to do something love this because at the end of the day every anything it doesn't have a lot of difference because we humans we live on this planet for like 100 years something max and then but the planet exists like for billions of years so and there are billions of stars in our universe and sun is just one star and so i'm sure that there is so much life outside our universe and even outside Milky Way galaxy. So if we think about it this way, if we are literally like a, a little thing in the universe and it, it's like all the things that do not matter a lot, they matter in our body, in our brain, but at the same time, there is no reason to put such a pressure on ourselves. There is no reason to do that. And when you kind of like zoom out, and I love to imagine how like I am as my my soul or my spirit or whatever, how I'm zooming out from our planet and I start to see other planets and I start to see, you know, other other, uh, celestial systems. And in this moment, I realized that whatever I'm worried about, it doesn't make sense. Nothing would, nothing would, would, would majorly change. The universe, you know, will have its cycles and still be, it would still be. Yeah, and I think that's um, one of the things that you can struggle with when you are going through a challenging time is, you know, where you're in your, in your depression or in, in your head a lot at that point too, is that you can forget that the world is still spinning that you know that even though the world seems to have stopped for you or not been, or it's not going to ever be the same, that it is. <laughs> it's just that it's just a different experience for you as an individual. And I think that that's sometimes where we we struggle when we're going through those dark times. Yes, this is very true. Daria, any other final thoughts that you'd like to share with our listeners? Yes. My major, not advice, but like wish for for you is to don't take yourself seriously. So healthy humor and healthy irony in life really helps to go through challenging times. And putting things into perspective also helps. And please know that you are, as a human being, you are already enough. 
and it doesn't matter if you if you build a billion dollar company or if you're not you know all these things that you measure yourself upon they do not matter as much but what matters is how you feel inside yourself so whatever you do on the outside it also matters a lot but only to the extent of how you feel on the inside. And please ask yourself, what do you want? And find the spark. And it's not about, you know, finding the passion and following it. It's like, what do you want? Not only from work, but what do you want from um, your habits? What do you want from your relationships? What do you want from your um, contribution to society? So think about the spheres of life that you have and ask, what do you want? And the more you ask yourself this question, the more you put yourself in the position of responsibility and choice, because you always have, like happy people are responsible people. They are responsible for their happiness. They are not um, going into the victim realm where they blame everything around themselves. So catch yourself, what role are you playing into your life, take responsibility and do whatever you can with the resources you have. I think that's really good advice. Thank you for that. Thank you. So for our listeners, if you are looking to learn more about Daria and the other places that you can find her on social media, as well as to learn more about what she's up to and the different programs that she offers, you can find those in the show notes. And um, Daria, again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. To my listeners, we will see you in a couple weeks. Take care.